the podcast, Let's Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Amy Bistrick, and this is Ben Ferris. That's me. And we have some topics and yeah. some qu- a couple questions you found on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. just a couple funny little questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, the first thing I want to talk about today... Tell me. <laughs> ...was how I'm going to try, which I already kind of did start trying, especially when I'm like out by myself, is like talking or like starting up conversation with more people. Mm. So even at the yoga place, I went to a yoga class at this new yoga studio. And before, when I would go somewhere new, I would just like keep very simple, like, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. And like go in the class and everything, but I even stayed a little bit and I was putting on my shoes and I just kept talking to the yoga instructor yeah. as everyone was leaving and stuff. And we're like sharing our experiences with yoga and like hot yoga and how much we dislike it. And it was nice yeah. just to like build that extra little rapport connection. And I used to not do that because I'm like, oh, I'm more introverted. I don't want to like, use too much energy but then the more you speak to people and like the more connected you can feel then I think that's going to help me come to the feeling of feeling like we're all kind of one because I want that feeling eventually but I just don't really feel that yet I feel like I need to work a little harder until I understand like we're all really similar Mm -hmm. and like hold more love for love for people yeah which I want to do but I feel like the first step in doing that is like talking to more yeah strangers yeah and realizing they're humans i like that i like that and i feel like especially like in our society like we don't have like a strong sense of community Uh, a lot of people have it in their head that like i feel like they don't want to inconvenience other people with like you know their questions or their their stories and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and that like we'd rather just keep it to ourselves yeah when in reality like i'm sure a vast majority of people would be completely open to like talking and like having like a bit of rapport and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, then that's okay. And those aren't the people that you want to share your stories with. No, or talk exactly. to. Anyways, like it, you can immediately feel if someone wants to talk or not. And then if they don't, like the worst thing they're going to say is fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> then you just move on. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to get to the point where I understand like we're all the same and I hold love for like, yeah. everyone and have more like empathy and compassion i want to get there so i think mm-hmm. a good step in doing that is just talking to mm-hmm. people not like a not a whole bunch yeah. but just just like more than i usually do yeah exactly just and like, like build that, that little extra connection with people yeah yeah showing that like you're both human yeah you can connect and um and her and i connected over how much we dislike hot yoga hey there you go i know there's always like something that <laughs> she's a yoga like, teacher <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah, I think it's I think it's important because then like, um, eventually you'll you'll get other people's perspectives and it makes you feel less uncomfortable to actually have these conversations with people mm-hmm. if you keep practicing that. Yes. Um, because I know like obviously like I I too like am more introverted I'd say, and yes like sparking up a conversation it feels like kind of strange initially for me. Yeah. But then like if it's easy enough to maintain the conversation then doesn't seem like you're putting much effort in exactly yeah yeah nice yeah nice and another thing i wanted to add on to that same topic was because like as humans we have like our primal things that we still kind of crave in order to be happy Mm. and like community and being outside and not being around so much stimulus because it causes a lot of anxiety and stuff Mm. in us in us but I was wondering, over time, like, 
thousands of years if humans are still here do you think we'll eventually adapt to not needing the, those things that our mm. primal instincts still kind of crave now or do you think we'll always have those things in us where no matter how advanced technology gets we're always still going to crave a little bit of like our humanness yeah that's interesting i feel like what do you think i feel like it might come to the point where either we still crave it but we can't um, fulfill it so like we don't have the means to actually go outside and breathe in fresh air and stuff hmm. you know where like the air is so polluted that like you're going outside and you're just breathing in crappy air i see um so you're not actually necessarily fulfilling it or like <laughs> people are going to move towards you know virtual reality so they're like oh i want to experience a rainforest right and so they'll put on their virtual reality headset and they're like wow this is incredible i wonder if that can like get so advanced that it could replicate yeah i know you'll, you'll be like though. given all sorts of like sensory stimuli like yeah what if they pump in like yeah. a fresh air smell or yeah. something or like a bunch of oxygen yeah. um and it's so realistic and you can actually i I really hope it doesn't get to that point because that's depressing. <laughs> no, I hope it doesn't get to that yeah. point. But it's just weird to think like if it does get to that point, yeah. and then we're able to fulfill our human needs in mm -hmm. a technological way. Yeah, you yeah. know. Oh, I could totally see it getting to there. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't want it to get to that yeah. point. I think it's cool to still. Yeah. Have real life. Yeah. Shit. I agree, and like, just, like interesting. To what's think about. crazy is that I remember stumbling upon this company. Um, they're from Alberta. And who's we? No, I said I remember oh, stumbling upon. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember stumbling upon this company from Alberta, and what they do is they supposedly can uh, fresh mountain air and sell it. So it's basically That's like a real thing. Yeah, it's like in like like spray cans. So you basically have like a mouthpiece that you can then like hook up to it and you breathe in this fresh mountain air. And so they basically, I think the target audiences are probably like those extremely polluted cities yeah, where Japan, they never Japan, actually get uh, a little half of fresh air. So then That's wild. they can purchase it online, get it shipped to their door and then breathe in fresh Canadian mountain air. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it, it seems I get it. I kind of like understand it though. Like yeah. Some are super polluted yeah. and you just are craving like that fresh air and you can't necessarily get it. Yeah. But you can afford to buy like a $50 can of fresh air or whatever it is. Mm. It's like, Whoa. it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I know, it's such a strange, strange business idea. And like, it just, I don't know. It I feels so like still, dystopian. It's still a thing. And I wonder if it's doing well. I know. I know. Um, Another thing I was going to add to that thing we were just talking about is that apparently back in the day, like when we're like hunter and gatherers, there's no such thing as being an introvert mm. because like community and being around other humans kept right. you alive. Yeah. But introvertedness, is that a word? I think so. Introvertedness <laughs> <laughs> came to be like once we've become so advanced that right. we're always stimulated by like our phones and right. there's always stuff around us where we've had to, a lot of people have had to become introverted just to recharge just because we're surrounded by things all the time. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. It used like, not be a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It almost comes from a, a place of privilege, you know? Yeah. Like, if and I think you, it's becoming more common as technology gets more advanced. People, there's going to be more introverts. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because I mean, like you said, like it's so overwhelming the amount of things we're bombarded with, whether it's like through our phone, through advertising, uh, 
or just like as you walk down the street things you see in storefronts and stuff like that yeah it's just non-stop and so I think it comes from a place of privilege being able to you know then seclude ourselves by ourselves in our home mm-hmm. and not have to talk to anyone yeah whereas you know in maybe less fortunate places if you're not as well off um you don't have that luxury to like necessarily just you know sit down recharge and right. get back out in the world yeah yeah i can see that i don't know makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it is interesting i never actually thought about it that way how this is kind of a a newer a, thing a newer thing newish thing a newish thing yeah and i wonder if people I wonder if people that are more spiritual that are very... Because people that are very, very spiritual are very sensitive to like energies mm. and other people's energies. And even through screens and stuff, a lot of people can feel it. So I wonder if you're more spiritual, if you're tended to be more... Tend to be more introverted. No. I wonder. I, I could see that because then you you're more... A lot. Yeah. And you tend to be like a little bit maybe more introspective. And yeah. you tend to like, you know, try to unpack things maybe a little bit more. Yeah, but not all the time. No, not all the time. No. But yeah. Just a thought. Yeah, no, that's neat. Probably. I would think. Yeah. And maybe just that need for downtime allows you to kind of pursue these more spiritual things that can sometimes be a little bit more independent. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're craving being around people all the time, it's probably a little bit more difficult to find the time to pursue those spiritual avenues yes yeah agreed that's a big yawn that's a big yawn (laughs) another thing (laughs) another thing i wanted to talk about today is that i don't like the gym anymore plain and simple yeah i don't like it yeah i go in there and it makes me not in a good mood yeah it's interesting because like for the longest time you was a gym person yeah you were you were a gym rat i was a gym rat (laughs) yeah um, the extreme yeah but oh but it's interesting how um like your perspective on like physical activity has changed yeah just even over the last year yeah ever since i've pretty much been with you i feel like it's been changing because yeah. i feel very secure yeah. with the benito i'm glad <laughs> so i just felt like less pressure because i've come to the realization that a lot of my the reason why I was so driven to work out was because I was angry. Like, I was mm. a very angry person. Yeah. And a lot of it was, like, competitiveness. And also, I was doing it a lot for, like, the male gaze, even right. though I probably didn't think of that at the time. It's right. like, now I look back on it, and I was obsessed with getting huge glutes. And I'm like, do I even really want huge right. glutes? Like, why am I so obsessed with it? And there's nothing wrong with people who are obsessed with it because they look great. But I just know for myself, like, I just don't really yeah. care about that anymore. Yeah. And I don't enjoy the workouts that you need to do in order to get big glutes yeah because in order to get big glutes and grow a lot of muscle you have to eat a lot and trip like progressive overload mm. and i don't enjoy that yeah. and then also now that i'm pregnant and now that i have like a disc issue in my back i can't even do that and that so it doesn't even feel like a loss yeah. of not being able to train That's like good. that anymore because i think like you like your your training's evolved where now you realize that what you want to do is functional and it's like been it's like intentionally benefiting you it's not yeah and i feel like doing it yeah. like i'm not forcing myself to yeah. do anything because that's just working for me in this moment yeah exactly. so like i really think i'm not going to go to the gym for like a long time and just do yeah. like yoga 
Yeah. And maybe some Pilates once my disc gets better and like just body weight exercises. Like that's what my body's able to do. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I'm enjoying more. Yeah. And but it's just weird to not have like that like drive to like yeah. just work on my physique. Like I still want to look good, obviously, oh, yeah. and like feel healthy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just an interesting shift. Yeah, no, it's neat. And it's been really cool for myself to like watch uh you your like mentality in regards to um activity change mm-hmm. and realize that like you have to be more in tune with your body and like listen to what it's telling you mm-hmm. and not push you know, through push through yeah exactly yeah and, like, force yourself to be in discomfort just for the sake of doing something yeah like it definitely puts your ego in check yeah because even yeah. with yoga like i know i can stretch way more than i'm stretching yeah. but i know my disc isn't gonna like it so yeah. i'm using like all the props that make me look like i'm 80 years old but that's okay yeah when you when you first like found out about like your back issues and stuff like that were you initially like worried did you did that thought go through your head that you were worried that you wouldn't be able to weight train not really i was more so stressed just because like when i get too much information at once i get really overwhelmed and i get sad but i was just more so concerned on just like functioning Mm, yeah you know like i have to like i really want to make sure i can always at least walk right right or else like if i'm bedridden or something that's like a different thing yeah so not having to weight train isn't like a huge yeah. loss. Maybe initially maybe felt like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. But yeah. then. Whereas like if it was a year ago, oh, I would be like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been really <laughs> inspired. <laughs> Just because I put so much pressure on my exterior. Right. That if that gets taken away, I really felt Lost. empty. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was like a huge part of my life for yeah. so long. It's just like, it's just really weird to like not be that way i know and it's good because like now you've like you've done a lot of focus on like your internal self Mm -hmm. and coming to grips with you know who you are what what your passions are and stuff like that that it no longer is just like such a fragile focus of just like the exterior Mm -hmm. no no, it's true and I keep like almost kind of going back to filming workout stuff. Right. Like, oh, I want to film like some workout stuff or, like while I'm pregnant, which right. I pr- might do some like, like very basic stuff, just yeah. like what I'm doing, just share yeah. my pregnancy journey. That, yeah. that definitely is a part of it. Mm-hmm. But there, there's like this little pull every once in a while to like yeah. go back to like filming a gym workout. But I'm like, why? I don't actually really want to do right. it. It's just comfortable. Yeah, it's familiar. And yeah. yeah. But now I feel like if I were to do it, just like it just doesn't feel like me anymore right it feels inauthentic yeah Yeah. but i think like like you said if you're filming stuff that's you know been beneficial to you during your pregnancy yeah um that you you could maybe share with other people who are in a similar situation yeah that's that's different like that's that is something that's helpful to yourself and to other people Whereas, I mean, like sure the the that's beneficial for people as well but that's just not the audience i'm trying to exactly target or anything yeah you're yeah and it's weird looking back at old like videos and pictures of me from like eight months ago or like a year ago and i'm used to always go in a tanning bed Mm. and i was like super dark and i had my lip filler which i feel like i had too much like it just looked stiff Mm. in my lips and like i was just like so jacked and i look at it i'm like i don't like that look i don't like that look on me yeah i don't care if people are like that he's like each to their own but like for myself i'm like yeah doesn't even like seem like that was me yeah and i mean like again it's kind it's of like one of those things where you like it's you need to try it out mm-hmm. in order to realize then that like that's actually not for me like yes. if you hadn't but i tried it out for a long time oh i know yeah yeah it's 
kind of crazy. But still, it's like sometimes you do need to do it for a long period of time to then like kind of almost get that slap in the face and like realize, oh, I can't, I can't keep doing this for the rest of my life. Like this yeah. is. And some people do it for the yeah. rest of their life. Yeah. And then you just have to know like that chapter is now close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's important that like if you realize that something's not working for you to find like an alternative that mm -hmm. does work for you. Mm -hmm. So you don't get in that limbo state where you feel lost and, you know, feel that uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's weird. Yeah, it's and there's it's nothing cool. against people that get lip filler either. I just don't think I'm ever gonna get it in my lips again. Yeah, because I look back on on old videos again, and I just feel like watching my mouth move with lip filler. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like, this is interesting. It it's just different. seems it just seems yeah. weird. And I used to think it was weird without lip filler, but now I'm used to it. Yeah, so it's just yeah. interesting. People how change. Can change. Yeah, your mindsets evolve. And I was even tempted. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to start fake tanning again because I was like, love it, but mm. my Really want to <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta like realize why why am like, i doing why, this yeah. Yeah. i'm doing this just because it looks so good to other people like mm -hmm. do i really need yeah it yeah there's no shame for people that do it's just no. like i don't just like doesn't fit no like, i'm yeah, trying to like right. make it fit it doesn't fit yeah yeah it's like trying to fit a square a uh, square piece of wood into a circular hole yeah. It does, it's not meant was, to be. I thought that was going to go in a dirty place. Oh, yeah. It's I feel to, like yeah. I wish I did the questions because I'm getting hungry. So, I'm okay. so when I get hungry, I get She's nauseous because I'm pregnant. <laughs> I get nauseous. Yeah. yeah. And I start dry heaving. Okay. First question. These are kind of ridiculous okay. questions. If you could have any animal... Wait, one more thing about the workout oh. <laughs> thing. Also with the workout thing, that is also a reminder that you don't have to weight train in order to like... Yeah be fit yeah like you just have to like find the thing that feels good for yeah. your body and everything yeah and i think like there's such a popular belief that like oh you have to weight train in order to like look good and yeah you know feel good when in reality there's so many other types of physical activity like tons yeah you can just like go outside go for like a run go for a walk mm -hmm. go for like go kayaking go swimming you yeah. know anything i think i'm not a professional but i think if you're someone who is at a, like a pretty large weight and you're trying to lose like a huge amount of weight. Yeah. I do think weight training is probably important for that. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause you need to start building like muscle just right. because there's so much excess weight yeah. and cardio. Like I think if you're doing something like that, mm -hmm. but if you're already at like a healthy, comfortable weight and you just want to like feel good, then just do things that feel good yeah. for your body. And then it's obviously good to still do resistance training. Like it's good for your bones and everything, Right. but um, you can find different ways of doing it. It doesn't have to be heavy with yeah. training. Yeah. That's true. He used to work out like seven days a week. True. You, know, you work yeah. out less like than that and you still great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, questions. Okay, so first question. Numero uno. If you could have one animal help you in a fight, what would that animal be? Or help you win a fight? One animal? Yeah. Grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. Really? Why? To help me win a fight? Yeah. Because they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. They're vicious or a polar bear. Yeah. Polar bear. Know, it's like, polar bears yeah, are more yeah, vicious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or mongoose. <laughs> a mongoose. A pack of mongoose. A hundred mongoose. Mongooses are yeah. vicious. Or a, a wolverine. Uh, yeah. A couple wolverines. No, a polar bear. Polar bear would be just because crazy. I just I've heard that they're pretty yeah. aggressive, so I think yeah. that it would be a good thing to have on yeah. your team. Or a couple of hippos. <laughs> That's a one animal. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah. Hippos aren't gonna like, you have to go, go like, 
into their mouth, pretty much. That's I don't true. think they're going to chase you and eat you. <laughs> I was about to say, come into my mouth. <laughs> That's what she the said. Hippos do um, eat people. Like they're, they can be aggressive. But I don't think it's that yeah. easy to get eaten by a hippo. That's true. Yeah. I feel like with a polar bear, yeah. if it was like on your side and it just saw like a person walking, it'd be like... Yeah, yeah. Like, what about you? Um, you can't take my answer. Okay. Let me think. Maybe, like, maybe a, maybe a cheetah, because they're, like, fast. A and cheetah. And they can, like, sneak up on you. Yeah. I have to pee. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right, and we're back from the pee break. Anyways, so, next question. She's got her snack of choice. I get nauseous if I, I get no hungry. Yeah. So I have to... Yeah. So you choose a cheetah, why? Because it's like fast, it's stealthy, it'll sneak up on you. Mm. Yeah. The element of surprise. Um, I think, okay, yeah, and then for my sec the second question, if you were stuck in a zombie apocalypse mm -hmm. and the only thing you had to defend you was an item from the bathroom, what would you choose? Plunger. That was like my go-to one too. Or I'll, I, you know, I'd take the um, the whole shower hose, because then it's like so long you can like hit the zombies in the head with it, or you can strangle them with it. Fair, fair. That's what I choose. Okay. What do you choose? The plunger. I do the plunger and I'd sharpen it. Ah, uh, yeah, smart. So then I like have the sharp end, and then I can also plunge their heads if I need to. Plunge their heads. I don't know. That was a very bad thing. Oh, yeah. dirty. Um, yeah. Okay. And then final question. Yeah. Um, okay. Out of all the animals on this planet Earth, which one do you think would maintain the best conversation if you could talk to animals? Probably birds. Because mm. I feel like birds see the most shit. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Because <laughs> birds see so much, like they fly, so they mm -hmm. can just get around so much where they see so many different people yeah. and landscapes. If you had to choose a type of bird specifically, what would you say? Probably like an eagle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bald eagle. I feel like they'd be like... And they'd be wise. They'd be wise, but I think they'd also have a big ego. Really? I don't think so. Really? No. Okay. I think may No, I feel like bald eagles are just like... They're just like very wise and like humble. Yeah, true. I feel like actually, I feel like crows would have a big ego. Yeah, or ravens. Yeah, or ravens. Yeah. Because they're always like terrorizing other birds. Yeah. Um, I'm going to check you. Oh, yeah, go for it. Did you, did you have another question? Oh, no, what's yours? I think I would say. Um, let's see. Hmm. Something underwater would be cool. Yeah, maybe like a. A crab. <laughs> no, I feel like a, a blue whale or like one of those whales. Whale shark. A whale shark. I think they would have a lot to say. They'd be like, but I think it would be a very slow conversation. It'd be very methodical and they'd really think out every single sentence that they okay, say. So I feel like that's like more like a tortoise. Maybe, yeah, you're right, actually. Or a sea turtle. A sea turtle. Actually, maybe a sea turtle because they, yeah. they've been around for a long time. Yeah, sea turtles would be cool. Yeah, sea turtles. And they'd be like, well, 
the other day. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we should wrap this up well, so I can eat because... That's a wrap. We have to eat lunch. Pregnant lady's hungry. Pregnant lady's hungry. We got to feed the little baby. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Uh, we'll see you next week. Arrivederci. You're great. Ciao. You all are amazing. We love you. We appreciate you. Adios. Adios.